Welcome to Bathing with God. Listener Mailbag. Listener Mailbag. Hey, Quad. Hey, what? We have another listener question. Yes, I know. This one comes from Jake. I know that, too. All right, hang on a second, Quad. Now, how exactly is it that you know all these things even before I tell you? Because I am your imagination, duh. I represent not only what you are aware of with your conscious mind, but also what you are not aware of. And that includes not only everything that actually exists, but everything that could possibly exist. I represent that part of you that can imagine anything. Yes, I know. I know that you know. And I know that you know that I know. Touché. But if you really do know that I know what you know, then why do you feel the need to tell me anything? Because this is a podcast. I'm really saying it for the sake of my listeners. I know. And as a way to poke a little fun at the confusion that I used to feel around prayer, wondering why I needed to say anything to an omniscient God who already knew what I was going to say before I said it. Yes, I know that too. But let's get to Jake's question already. He was kind enough to record it and email it to us so we can hear it in his own voice. So, let's hear it. Fine. Jake says, Hey Glenn, this is Jake, and I have a question for you and Quad. In Quad's response to Reed's question about time, I had a reaction when Quad said that time is a dimension that exists within us. It made me think, what other dimensions exist within us that we're unaware of? And if we were able to expand our awareness by being more present or in tune, what kinds of dimensions might we be able to discover and add to our lived experience? What are your thoughts? I'd love to hear it. And I'd love to know what Quad has to say. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Jake. So, Quad, what do you think? What do I think about what? About these inner dimensions. How is time an inner dimension, and what other dimensions are there? Remember what I said last time about word pictures and symbols. None of these symbols are able to accurately reflect the true nature of reality. How can they? You can only create a symbol based on an experienced frame of reference. You only experience a sliver of reality, and all of that experience is filtered through a mind that has no way of directly experiencing true reality. So all of this is nothing more than a Rorschach ink blot, something to focus on and think about, something to tell you more about you, about what you think, what you feel, what you value. Uh-huh, but what about time being a dimension inside of us? Could you talk about that? Certainly. The word dimension is a symbol. If taken literally, it can be confusing, especially when applied to these abstract ideas for which you have no direct frame of reference. A better symbol might be the word characteristic or attribute. Fine. So how is time a characteristic or attribute of what is inside of us? Not just of what is inside of you, but a characteristic or attribute of everything in existence, both inside and outside of you. Here is what I said about this last week. Time 
is the word you use to describe one aspect of your lived experience. One of the main determiners of your lived experience. One of the many dimensions that you presently exist within, or one of the many dimensions that presently exists within you. What I meant to convey was the fact that there is no real distinction from the point of view of source energy between the fundamental energy that you consider to be inside of your body compared to what is outside of your body. It is all the same fundamental energy with all the same fundamental characteristics or dimensions and one of those characteristics or dimensions is the thing that you call time. Yeah, I still don't really understand that. I really told you that you wouldn't be able to. But why can't you just tell me in a way that I can understand it? For the same reason that I can't make you see the color flogancha. The color flogancha? Yes. What is flogancha? It's the color that male shrimps see in a female shrimp when she is inviting him to mate with her. Flogancha? It's a symbol I made up for you. Flogancha? Why not? You wouldn't understand their word for it. Shrimp have words? Not the same way that humans do. But they have their modes of communication and their different languages and regional dialects just like you do. But my point is that shrimp evolved to have 12 rods and cones in their eyes. Humans have three. Shrimp see a much different spectrum of color than you do. I could tell you that flogancha is a mix of brown, pink, and turquoise, but that wouldn't be completely accurate, and you still would have no sense of what it really is. This is how it is trying to talk to you about the nature of time. I can only talk to you about things that you are familiar with. Fine. So, what about other dimensions? I think that was what Jake was most interested in. You want me to tell you, even though it will be inaccurate and you will have no way to really understand what I'm saying? Always. Fine. You are most familiar with the four dimensions of length, height, depth, and time, which you are always experiencing moment by moment and never really can step outside of to compare it to anything else to see what it really is. The fifth and sixth dimensions are what in your science fiction you refer to as the multiverse. The fifth dimension is simply one of an infinite number of alternate realities, which, if you could compare each particle in your four-dimensional space-time with this fifth-dimensional version, you could see which particles are identical and which are slightly different. The sixth dimension is the composite of all of these varying differences altogether with a common starting point, or in other words, all variations that resulted from a single Big Bang. The seventh dimension is all variations that result from all possible variations on that starting point, or, in other words, the different kinds of Big Bang and small bangs and no bangs at all, with a finite beginning and a finite end to each possible reality. The eighth dimension includes everything in the seventh, but with no finite beginning or ending points. The ninth dimension expands this further, as does the tenth, and so on, with no true ending, to the point where anything that can be imagined by the human mind truly exists alongside of everything that cannot be imagined by the human mind. Okay, and 
all of these dimensions are both inside and outside of me? Of course, because there really is no inside or outside of you. But I have blood flowing through my veins, which I need to survive. That's definitely inside of me. And you also have oxygen trapped in this Earth's atmosphere, which you also need to survive. Both the oxygen and your blood work together to provide the necessary conditions for life. But you only think that one is inside and the other is outside because your perspective is fixed in the first three dimensions. If you could sense the parts of you that exist in all the other dimensions, this distinction of inside and outside would mean absolutely nothing. For the fact is that all things inhabit exactly the same point in space, which, I know, makes no sense to you. But go look up the article a Universe of Ten Dimensions by Matt Williams in Universe Today. Or go watch The Elegant Universe on PBS. I may be your imagination, but I'm not making this stuff up. So you're saying that I'm a multidimensional being that exists in all places at once? Yes, at the smallest energetic particle of your being. The part of you that is aware of this life that you're living here and now is but one expression of that energy. So. Is there a way to perceive any of these other dimensions like Jake asked? Only through your imaginations. Okay, well, I think I'm ready to just relax into this fourth dimensional world that I'm most familiar with. Thanks, Quad, but my head is about to explode. Too bad you can't see the fifth dimensional version of yourself where your head actually did explode. What a spectacle that is. I have absolutely no words. Well, I've got one for you. Flogancha. Thank you for listening to Bathing with God. If you like what you just heard and would like to purchase a print or Kindle version of the complete book, search for it on Amazon.com or go to the website bathingwithgod.com. And if you really, really like what you just heard, share it with someone you love and give me a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you use. You can also like our Facebook page, and subscribe to the Bathing with God YouTube channel. And if you'd like to reach out to me personally, you can email me, Glenn Osland, at bathingwithgod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And probably so would Quad. Oh yeah, bring it. Thanks again for listening to Bathing, Bathing with, with God. God.